Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my revealing girlfriend, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? I want you to wearing a very revealing uh, outfit today. Just for you, baby. It is. Guess what it is? It's the 4th of July, 1997. Yay, happy 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. I got you something. You got me something? No, America. What What did you get, America, honey? Political gridlock. <laughs> what is happening? Happy birthday, America. Sorry to talk about politics, everybody. <clears throat> but are you excited about the 4th of July? Yeah, always. Fireworks. <laughs> Fireworks, which you is think, German for fireworks. You think we should go downtown and watch the fireworks? Yeah, I think we should go on top of the Sears. T- I mean, the uh, what? The Chrysler Wait, Building. Where do you think we live? Because <laughs> I'm a little worried about you. Now. Indeterminate age, indeterminate location, Carol. <laughs> now the Renaissance Center. Yes, the Renaissance Center. It's a good place to watch the fireworks. It's just if you really want to fight through the traffic. All right, fight some people. <laughs> no thanks. So we watched Night on Two and We did watch Night on Two and which is not. It's not Fourth of July Night on Two No, it's Halloween. A whole different holiday. Yeah, can you believe it? It's so funny that it lined up with a holiday, though. Yeah, and well, because we're like six-ish months, I guess, behind now. Wow, we're really catching up. We are catching up. That's exciting. Gypsies, cramps, and fleas. Gypsies, cramps, and fleas. That's the name of the episode. I don't wow. I don't remember any cramps, but was I, one of the girls on her period? I don't remember the cramps either. What the hell are they talking about? I don't know. Anyway. Um, Maybe Claire got a cramp after, well, we'll get to it. <laughs> so the episode starts off with a fortune teller at the peach pit making a love potion. The titular gypsy what in the hell why would why why would nat let her back there i don't know he said uh, he said something like oh it's bad luck or whatever to get rid of a gypsy a fortune guess. teller he, For- nobody he nobody Fortune's called her a gypsy no no one called her a gypsy. which is why i think it's really weird that they named the episode gypsy yeah whatever they didn't want to be offensive in the show though i guess i don't know <laughs> just just in their titling <laughs> it's so, yeah, so she's making the supposed love potion. Vic, um, love potion number nine, as it <laughs> turns out. She's selling it for $20 a bottle. Yeah, or two for, two for one? 30. Yeah. Two for 30, I think. Buy two, get one free, I think it was. I don't know. Or buy five, get one free. I don't remember. <laughs> it was something crazy. We don't know what deals she had going on. She had deals, though. Yeah, and apparently it's actually worth it. We'll get to apparently it. Apparently there was something in it. Right. But which is hilarious. Valerie tries to blow her off. Like when, no. <laughs> not from the love potion. What? I'm it's play on blow her off. Okay. Valerie <laughs> doesn't want to let her come to the club. Oh, you are you are ready for comedy today, aren't you? I'm just, just stop that bit right in its tracks. I didn't know what the fuck you're talking about, babe. Whenever Sorry. you say blow someone off. I'm going to go there. So okay. just know that. Okay. I mean, Valerie does like to blow people, but 
not old ladies. That'd be gross. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> she wants to you tell. Have oh to my god! Continue to kill the mood of the show by dwelling on how how you killed that bitch. Continue. Valerie wants her gone. She mm-hmm. says, says, "Get the fuck out." But somehow she still ends up telling fortunes at Valerie's club later. Because Nat knows, and that's like, no, don't do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. She's at the club. Though. Yeah, she asked if she could, and Valerie was like, no. But then she's still there anyway. I see my future, and you're not in it. She yeah. Says. <laughs> but apparently, they must have made some some sort of deal, which they should. Yeah, maybe uh, their deal's on the cutting room floor. Right. So, yeah, she's going to come up later. At Dylan's, uh, he is having a hard time with his girl. I guess. Not that hard of a time. She's laying on the couch like she wants to die. That's much later. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. (laughs) No, okay, okay. No, there's a black cat on the porch. That's what happens. Are you sure? I'm sure. Are you sure that wasn't the episode with Emily Valentine? Yeah. There was also a Halloween episode with Emily Valentine. Yeah. Yes. Correct. (laughs) That was my reference. Okay. She finds a kitten on the porch. She does. A little kitten. It looks all, like, raggedy. And... Has fleas. Yeah. Which is, you know, where that part of the title comes from. Right. And Dylan's like, did I ever tell you I hate pets? And she's like, you don't anymore. And just brings it in. It's like, that's right. his house. Right. She's like, we're roommates. We're having this cat now. I don't, I don't really like. Who just takes a kitten, by the way? Like, no effort to find out who's, where this cat came from. It looked pretty rough. It? I mean. Hollywood rough, I guess. <laughs> the same way that Mickey Rooney looks, or Mickey Rourke looks rough. Then they try to give it a bath. Like, that's just suicidal. I gave a cat a bath once. It's a flea bath. Uh-huh. You go pay somebody to do that shit who has the proper, you know, safety equipment because well, cats yeah, the cat, will shred you up. The cat bites her. Yeah. Bites Noxima girl. And uh, I guess we should say her real name now. It's Rebecca? No. What is it then? Um, it's something weird. Yeah, it um, is. Gayhard, I think. No. <laughs> the fuck? Her last name. I don't know her last name. Marchetti. Antoinette. Tony. No, I mean the actress's oh, real name. I don't know. You think I know that shit? <laughs> I think I was right. <laughs> Maybe you were. Who knows? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> anyway, so it bites her, the cat. Yeah. And at no point did she have to go get rabies shots, which... I think she should die from rabies. It's a lesson to everyone watching the show. I think you worry a little too much sometimes about rabies. Do you? Mm-hmm. It kills dozens of people every couple years. <laughs> right. But they do end up keeping this cute kitty, and they make it cute after they give it a flea bath. I don't know. Did they take a hairdryer to the poor thing, too? Because it's all fluffy later. I, we didn't get the backstory on uh, how the grooming process <laughs> But I Sorry. <laughs> I did. I had to. Episode give, didn't have time to go into the the ins and outs of cat maintenance. 
I had to give my cat a bath after she disappeared for two weeks and then just showed back up and she was all nasty looking. She was pregnant too. No, she was spayed. I wish she'd been pregnant. I would love kittens. But I took her. I worked as a bather brusher at the time in a groom shop. Mm -hmm. So I took her to work with me and I used our facility to bathe her. Wow. And she hurt me so bad. Yeah. I mean, there was just so much blood. Just throwing insults? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I got her clean, damn it. That doesn't look flattering on you. <laughs> She's trying to get you a bath. What the fuck? Right. Anyways, um, I think she's pushing Dylan around a little too much in this episode, I'm just yeah, saying. she does seem like she wants to take things over. So then she invites Bruno over to Dylan's house without his permission. Mm-hmm. Rude. <laughs> yeah. They're roommates. She's taking ownership of this house. But see, there's a difference between being roommates and taking over. Yeah, well, apparently she feels that her vagina gives affords her certain... Apparently it does. Um, And so then Bruno's like, oh, your dad just really wants to see you. He'll meet you anywhere, even the peach pit. (laughs) Yeah, he says he'll meet you anywhere. And then they cut away from his face. And then somebody else, I don't know if Bruno died in between uh, (laughs) filming and production. But somebody else just goes, even the peach pit. (laughs) It sounds like a martial arts movie. It's a ridiculous ADR. It was pretty bad. Oh, yeah, that's pretty bad, too. Just yawning right in the middle of the show. <laughs> hey, I got up and worked all day. And wow, good for I'm you. Tired. <laughs> I'm allowed to be These tired. These people worked all day, too, and now they need to be entertained. That's your fucking job. <laughs> Let me go get my tap shoes, shit. Okay. So she agrees, apparently, to meet her dad, which I think is stupid. Yeah, at the beach bed. At the beach bed. And she just flat out asks him, did you kill Jack McKay? And he's like, of course not. He didn't say that. Yes, he did. And she said, did you have him killed? Oh, yeah, and that he was goes, it. It's an interesting question. Yeah. <laughs> that was his response yeah. to that. Yeah, she was... And she, <laughs> It was hilarious. Did you personally kill Jack McKay? No, of course. I would never do that. Did you have him killed? Mm, (laughs) So he really is some kind of fucking sociopath. I guess. He he says something like, you know, if you knew what kind of man Jack McKay was, you know, you wouldn't feel so bad or whatever. And why do you have a picture of him? Right. And Bruno liked him. And, you know, he was working with the feds. So I think his issue was just that he was working with the feds and that made him a bad person. Probably. It also makes sense, too, because he does have a picture of him golfing with OJ as well on the other wall. (laughs) Right. So she is just heartbroken, devastated, and that's when she goes to the couch and looks like she's going to die. Right. She's like, you, Dylan, you were right about my dad. Like, I I understand that she's sad and stuff, but, like, I, I don't think I'd be that depressed about it, would you? If you find out your father murdered your boyfriend's uh, dad, you don't think you'd be that upset? I don't know. It's hard He's to... the sociopath now. <laughs> it's kind of hard to imagine. Yeah, imagine that your father, who you thought was like a nice guy your entire life, uh, was responsible for someone's murder. That's That's pretty depressing information. Yeah, I guess so. 
But it is Halloween. And yeah. there are trick Forget or- this. Lighten up, everyone. It's Halloween. Well, that's kind of how it happens. No, I agree. Because there's trick-or-treaters and Dylan, you know. Dylan's always doing like his own thing. He's so separated from the cast at this point. Yeah, agreed. Well, maybe they're going to get rid of him. Sounds like it might happen because of what happens at the end of the episode. Yeah, but he's giving out candy and then he gets her to give out candy and everybody's happy again. That's basically how that goes. Kind of. All the kids are happy. They're taking fucking fistful. I think all those kids were really getting that candy, I think. (laughs) Those kid actors. Yeah, they're like, oh, I get to keep it. What? Kid actors. Yeah. Cadactors. Yeah. It sounds like cadaver. Most of them will be. That's how they're teenagers. Anyway. That's Hollywood for you. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Later, what happens with them exactly, though? Like, I don't remember how we... Those two... Oh, well, so she had found the gun, or his gun, oh, his yeah, first yeah, aid yeah. kit earlier in the episode. So after she gets all like depressed and stuff like that, he takes her to the place where his dad died. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you think you can give this up or whatever? And he's like, he throws the gun into the water. And then she's talking about how she wants to get away from her, her dad. And he's, she's like, you know, I want to go someplace... Where it's, you know, sunny and and whatever. She describes a couple of different things that she wants. She's describing California, really. Yeah. Where she lives. Yeah. But he says, oh, it sounds like you're talking about Hawaii. Which, I mean, that would be far away from her father, at and least. She's like, what's in Hawaii? And he's like, it's a state. What the fuck? <laughs> he says, uh, my, my mom and my sister are in Hawaii. And she's like, oh. And uh, what about schools? And he's like, no, there are no schools. <laughs> She can go to the University of Hawaii and be a rainbow warrior. So I think that is their plan. They're planning to go to Hawaii, not just to visit. To live, yeah. I think he's I think he's going. I, I'm I think they're getting rid of another one. Really pissed. Like like they keep like getting rid of the original cast and getting these weird substitutes in that are not as cool. Hey everybody, meet Brillin. Oh, Jesus. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. They, I'm, I mean, like, can you really imagine the show without Dylan? Yes. Although I couldn't imagine the show without Brenda, and it's been a couple seasons now, so. I can imagine the show without Dylan, because like I said, he's so separated from the cast at this point. Yeah. He's got to always doing his own little stupid thing that no one cares about. That's not true. I care. I don't. You care about his ass. That's what you care about. <laughs> no, his sharp hay forehead. No, um, that's what you like? The wrinkly forehead? <laughs> I know you think he's dreamy. I just don't know how. It gives his face character. Speaking of dreamy, when we go to the peach pit, we we dream of Jeannie. Yeah. So cl- they're having this big Halloween party. Yeah, at the peach pit after dark. After dark. Oh, before we go there, though. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. In the morning, uh, Ray... Raymond's back. ...brings a bunch of pumpkins... And puts like thousands them, of pumpkins. Yeah, like all over Donna and Kelly's porch. It's like Halloween came all over their house. Right. And like, if you guys remember, last year he was working at his aunt's uh, pumpkin orchard, whatever. Yeah. And patch. pumpkin patch, yes. And um, so he knocks on the door. He's like, look for our anniversary. <laughs> she goes, it's not our anniversary. Which is wrong. It is. Even if they're not together. I mean, that was the anniversary of when they... Yeah. They dated or started dating or whatever. 
But she's like, oh, I want you back. And she's like, I'm going to win you back, Donna. And she's like, mm, I don't think so. Yeah, she she was pretty, she blew him off pretty hard. And not in a dirty <laughs> way. Get your mind out of the gutter. Damn it, she preempted it. <laughs> um, yeah, so he she told. to blow him off pretty hard. What? No, I said he wanted her to blow him off. Yeah. Hard. Well, he, he was very aggressive. Yeah, he's basically just like, you know, we're going to get back together. And he asks if she's going to this party. And he's like, you know, maybe you'll at least dance with me there and stuff. And she's kind of softening mm-hmm. and agrees that she'll dance with him. And it's like, what are you doing? You yeah. cannot give an inch to dudes like this. No. No. So now she knows he's going to be looking for her tonight. Mm-hmm. And yet later in the day, she meets at the football field. Why is she at the football field? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you have eyes? Yeah. Do you have the memory of a goldfish? Yes. <laughs> They're at the fucking diner place or whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not the, not the football the field. Condor's the condor's nest. The or quad whatever. or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Because the one dude's fucking just pounding back food. Because I guess that's his like victory meal or whatever. No, that's his, his, his um, preparation. That's his like... Yeah, the quarterback, like uh, Steve says, meet the quarterback that's going to take us to the Rose Bowl or whatever. Like, fucking fictional California University is going to get to the Rose Bowl. <laughs> so she meets some... Washington State. What about Washington State? Rose Bowl bound. That's all I'm saying. Okay. She she meets one of these football player dudes. Yes, she does. And he asks if she's going to this party tonight. All right. And so now... Well, they have a flirtation. Oh, yeah. He's looking at her like she is the best, prettiest thing he's ever seen in his whole life. It's not even like a lurid kind of look. It's like a... I don't know. Like, he's drinking her in. Like, he really likes her. Wow. You've created a rich backstory for this look. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think the actor honestly (laughs) deserves that much credit for what he's doing in this episode. I mean, no offense, but the guy's not fucking... Whatever, Lawrence... Uh, Sir, Olivier? Sir, yeah, Sir Lawrence Olivier. <sighs> okay, fine. He stares at her and it's creepy. What? Like, <laughs> take the magic away. Um, He's looking right at her chest and he goes... <sighs> and she likes... <laughs> Go ahead. No, because you're going to do it again. <laughs> That's how the show works. We need talkie time. You got to go. You got to take your fear out of it. <laughs> no, I know you're going to do it. <laughs> she likes him too. And uh-huh. so they're going to meet up at the party later. Yeah, he, She says something <clears throat> like, are you going to the Halloween party at the Peach Bed after dark? And he goes, I am now. Yeah. Which is so stupid. Like, why? Like, is she trying to cause a problem? Like, that was so stupid. Well, you said that, but then she also goes to Ray. This is still stupid. She should know better. She goes to Ray and says, hey, I want to be free to talk to other guys at this party. And he's like, oh, there's somebody else. And she goes, no, I'm not dating anybody else. But, you know, there's somebody I'm interested in or whatever. Yeah, she's like, somebody I want to get to know. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't give it up for you, but. But this guy gets it. That must be what it is. She, she, all these dudes get so fucking crazy about her. 
And it's got to be the, like, I, what I can't have kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. They're all paranoid that she's going to sleep with somebody else first. They all want to be her first. I guess. That's A bunch weird. of fucking uh, Christopher Columbuses over here. Right. And by that, I mean rapists. So she shows up as a devil to this party. Yes. Which is kind of opposite Donna. Yeah. It's opposite Donna Day. Halloween. And Ray is also there, even though he said he, he would, you know, give her her space or whatever. He's there, and he's wearing a creepy-ass mask. fucking weirdest mask. This is the creepiest mask since Scream. Like, I don't know what the fuck he's wearing. Yeah. Is it supposed to be a hobo? Is it supposed to be a cartoon character? What is it? I don't know. He's got giant cheeks and tiny eyes, and he looks psychotic. He looks like it, he looks like John Wayne Gacy as a clown. Right? Yes. I mean, it's a very creepy looking mask, even though I don't think it was intended to be. I think it's supposed to be cute or funny or something. It was hilarious because of how out of place he was. Because he's just sitting there and he just puts this mask over his face and just stares at them dancing. Yeah. And it's just, it it's like you said, it's frightening and creepy looking, but also hilarious by how out of place it is. On this teen soap opera. Right. And then he just hops up, rips off the mask, and runs over there because they're dancing and looking like they're having fun. Right. Like, nothing inappropriate happened. Like, if he was, like, their chaperone, he'd have nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> but, exactly. There, there was enough space for the, the Holy Ghost. Exactly. The two of them. But, um, yeah, he runs over there. He's like, okay, you know, that's enough. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And he's basically like, you know, fucking... Donna, you're a whore, you know, or whatever. And he says, you're, she's going to tear your heart out and eat it or something like that. Yeah, I'm like doing that. you a favor, buddy. Yeah. And then he storms off and they leave and go back to Donna's place with all the pumpkins. Ugh. And they're all carved. And yeah, and they're all lit. It's, yeah. Which, it's, yeah. It's like a scene out of single white female or something. It's fucking frightening. Well, do you think he did it? Because Yeah, he says he did it. Oh, he did it, yeah. Okay, because she says, like, oh, my roommate and her boyfriend must have done this. They did some, because Kelly was doing some earlier in the episode, but he made them all jack-o'-lanterns. So fucked up. And lit them all up. How long would that take? I mean, maybe they have special, you know, pumpkin patchy tools. I don't know. That makes <laughs> Let me get faster. my special pumpkin patchy tools. <laughs> but, yeah. Her whole porch is all decked out. So she goes to the porch and with this dude, and he's like, look, uh, Don, I'm thinking that you're really sweet and nice and pretty, but I think maybe it's just not the right time to start something because you've got this ex-boyfriend issue to deal with. So maybe just deal with that on your own. Yeah. And she's sad, but she's like, okay, you know, whatever. And he leaves. And then fucking from the shadows, mm-hmm. out steps Ray. Yeah. Who was listening to mm-hmm. the entire conversation. Yeah, he wa- it's like this guy walks away and Ray was there the whole time. Like, what in the hell? What if they start kissing? I think he would have killed them. He would have fucking OJ'd them. Well, he, he had those special pumpkin patching tools. Right? Those can be... Turn them into jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah, those exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly comes home and there's just this dude and Donna's head on a table. Oh, my God. With a, a candle in their faces. Oh. oh, my God. I'm picturing it. Okay. So, <laughs> him and Donna, of course... But nobody. No. Because Ray's taking it. Oh, God. 
oh, that's so wrong. Um, they get into a fight because you know Ray's there and he shouldn't he's be, and he's a crazy on asshole. Exactly. Yeah. And he starts like grabbing her and shaking her and tossing her around. around. Exactly. And she's like, "Ah, stop! Ow, ow!" And the football player comes back. Now I thought it was because he hurt her. Yeah. Which I think would have made just as much sense. Sure. But anyway, he comes back and he kicks Ray's ass. Ray tries to attack him, and the football player just like picks him up and throws him. Right. <laughs> like Raymond's a musician. And he's a little dude, mm. and he's been knocking around a girl. And this is a big ass football player, so no, like you're not going to win. Versus Johnny Unitas, right? But he's like, "This isn't over," and runs off. So that's great. Yeah. And um, he's like, "Oh, I came back because I changed my mind." I would think that that whole little episode would maybe do the opposite. Change your mind, back. right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I came back because I changed my mind, but <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think he would have killed her, hurt her, raped her? What do you think would have happened? I think he would have hurt her. Maybe raped her. Who knows? I don't know. He's a fucking psychopath. He needs to go. They, I knew trouble when they put him in the in the opening scene, like when opening credits or whatever. Do 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 do. Here's Ray. <laughs> he's like he's like the monster villain person of the right. show. Exactly. Oh, anyway, so he's gone. So, okay, so also at this party, we have a lot of stuff going on with the different characters and relationships. So, yeah. um, who do you want to tackle next? Because there's there, there are three more storylines, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. There's Brandon and his girlfriend, mm-hmm. there's Steve and Claire, there's uh, what's their faces? Um, uh, Valerie and David have a very minor storyline. And then Kelly and the artist also have a very minor storyline. So that's four. Wow. Okay. um, Let's start with uh, Steve and Claire. Okay. And, well, no, David. David. David and Valerie. Okay. Okay. So David actually buys the love potion. Like a doofus. Yeah, exactly. He talks to the gypsy woman. Fortune teller. Fortune teller. And, yeah, sorry. Sorry uh, sorry to get political. Well, Gypsies. Romani. <laughs> um, but she says, uh, yeah, you've, you know, you're in love with somebody, but, like, uh, you, you know, things are being held back or whatever. There's no, another, something like that. Mm-hmm. She causes some fucking drama for no reason because yeah. she's not right. Because it, it, they, throughout the episode, they make it very clear that she's not real. Oh, yeah. No, she's totally a fraud. Um, yeah, it's not like Santa Claus or the fucking angels that <laughs> save them or something like that. It's, she's very much a fraud. But but her love potion is not, apparently. Whatever she was brewing in fucking Nat's kitchen. She's um, making meth. She's making something. I think she's making ecstasy. Yeah. We'll find out later. But she's like, yeah, so he buys it. Two for whatever. He buys a thing. And she's like, give half of it to your intended. Give half of it to you and, you know, sparks will fly or whatever. And so he does, because he's, like, for whatever reason, he's, up, like, concerned that Valerie's not going to like him back or whatever. Which is ridiculous. So he pours half in Valerie's and pours half in his. By the way, they wore m- matching costumes. Yeah. Like, they're not quite a couple yet, officially, but, like, they kind of are. It's weird. They kiss, but, like, we don't really see them do or 
anything else. You know what I mean? Like they don't go on dates and stuff. It's it's weird. Yeah. It um. Is. But yeah, they're they're in dra- match matching like cave people. Yeah. Outfits. It's weird. And so he pours some in both of their drinks, which I'm curious if that was just water or if it was liquor, because I mean it's even worse. Um. And for some reason, but he was going to drug her and himself. With something he has no idea what it is. Why would you ever do this? Yeah, he's a he's an idiot. People out there, if someone sells you something that they say is a love potion, <laughs> that you have to pour in someone else's drink where they don't get to see you doing that, and then you're pouring it in your drink, and you're both drinking it, and you have no idea what's in it, don't do that. No, don't do that. It's a bad idea. Yeah, it's not, not smart. But for some reason, they also all have drinks that look exactly the same. And They're all they, drinking Sprite or whatever the fucking yeah. generic clear alcohol is. So they have these cups sitting next to each other, and uh, Claire and Steve... Conveniently, they pick up the drugged cups. Right. It would have been hilarious if it was like Steve and uh, Valerie. Or, or, right. Or if it was some sort of matchup, but it, it wasn't. It was... Claire and Steve. What's funny is actually, like, David and Claire have had sex, and Steve and Valerie have had sex, so even if that weirdness happened, it wouldn't be that out there. David and... Oh, yeah, David and Claire used to date. That's right. That's right. But... Yeah, it's weird to think about. They've all fucked each other. Yeah. Yeah. So... Claire and Valerie need to uh, close that circle, so to speak. Jeez. That would be kind of interesting to see. Yes, it would be. Um, Do you see what I see now uh, in this episode? Because Claire is is dressed up like I Dream of Jeannie. Yeah. She's looking real good. Okay. Don't you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she looks good. I just don't like her haircut. Okay. She looks good as I Dream of Jeannie. She reminds me of you. Thank you. So her and Steve are sitting there talking, and, and they're like, she's like, it's hot, it's hot in here, I'm getting so warm. Yeah, and, exactly, which is why I think it's ecstasy. Yeah, and then, you know, they just... She's like, like, do you have a pacifier, Steve? <laughs> Steve's dressed up as Major Nelson, even though he's not. He says it's the official Apollo 13 uniform. Now, this is, you know, a couple of years old, so 95, so that's when Apollo 13 came out. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's why, but it's like... Why would you? Why? Why that one? Do Apollo Eleven? Why would you? And it's just a generic uh, Air Force uniform because they're. He's like it's a dress uniform. Well, yeah, they're Air Force pilots. You know, they're <laughs> they're members of the Air Force. Of course, of course, that's their dress uniform. What are you talking about? Right. That doesn't. No one's going to look at that and be like Apollo Thirteen. <laughs> Idiot. But him and Claire start making out, and I'm pretty sure they have sex. Oh, they 100 percent have sex. Yeah. He's like, oh, let's go to the back room where, um, you know, there's air conditioning. And then they're like putting their face in the air conditioning. And then they have the Sam and Diane moment where they're like sniping at each other and being nasty to each other and stuff, you know, or whatever. And, and you know, it's the, you know, are you as turned on as I am more? Right. Scene, right. Basically, at one point, right before they kiss, I think Steve says, gimme. Which is hilarious. So, yeah. Then they start making out. Presumably, they have sex. I think they go back to his house and have sex some more. Yeah. And then they wake up together. So, maybe there'll be a couple now, now that they've cleared that bridge. They were getting, they were 
like sniping at each other and angry at each other early in the episode because um they like the whole hotel incident. Yeah. And like you could tell that they both wanted to move on from it, but both didn't want to get rejected, so they were both like, Well, I think it was a bad idea anyway, you know, like Yeah. Yeah, that stupid thing. So that's good. I'm happy for them. Yeah, and then the gypsy woman, I'm sorry, the fortune teller watches on while they still fucking make it out. Yeah. Like a creep. She is very weird and gross. Um then David somehow knows that he didn't get the right cups, though, because no. he mentions that later. No, no, he doesn't. No, okay. They're they're talking, and he said, "You know, I bought some love potion, and I put it in our drinks." And she's like, "You're silly, you know, or whatever." She's like, "That's sweet." You yeah, know, that you, luckily. But you're <laughs> but you're silly, and she kisses him, and he's like, "Is that me or the potion?" You know, and she's like, "There's no such thing as love potion." Right. While the other two are fucking like animals. Lucky, though, that she's not mad. Like, I'd be mad if... if Someone yeah. surreptitious, surreptitiously slipped something in your drink? But she's just like, oh, that's so sweet that you want to give me love potion. Right. So now so they're... sleep sweet that you want to roofie me. So now they're going to be together, you know, you Hopefully. know presumably. Yeah. And... That's pretty much the their, their story arc. Yeah. Uh, Kelly and the artist asshole. Yeah. Um, this this whole party is to, you know, so uh, not just celebrate Halloween, but to celebrate the unveiling of his mural. Right. Which he titled Donna's New no, York. No, Kelly's, Kelly's New, York. New York. What the so. hell? <laughs> just because they're both blonde. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Kelly's New York. And she gets there just in time to see it. And they're both dressed as Western people for some fucked e- up reason. Even though supposedly they didn't know. Well... She she says, is this a coincidence or did you check with Donna? And he said he checked with Donna. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that works out. Um, and then they dance together and, like, I don't know. I think they're... The mural is one of the worst. <laughs> it's not great, yeah. I think they're going to get back together and I'm pissed. Yeah, I don't like it. Like she said, you don't have a job yet. So, like, that he's was gonna supposed take, to be her thing. He's going to take that associate professor's job. He says that. Okay. Well, I mean, that would be a good job. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I mean, she seems like she really likes him or whatever. So I guess if she can get past the fact that he's a whore. Because he's not. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Then I guess it's fine. But I still don't like him. I don't like him either. Who else? Are we missing anybody or do we get them all? Brandon. Oh, God. Brandon. The big one is Brandon and his woman. Yeah. What's her name again? Keats? Yeah. So... She drops her mail on the way in to the peach pit, and the fortune teller picks it up for her. And she spies that it's from a guy. In in, Washington? Yes, in Seattle, Washington. And she surmises that maybe this is another man in her life. And you can really see her, like, kind of throwing stuff out there, and when it gets reaction, like, picking up on it and mm-hmm. stuff. She's good. Yeah, she's definitely good at reading people and stuff, but... But, yeah, so she um, she says to her, like, oh, you know, I could tell your fortune, you know, uh, you know about uh, your other guy or whatever, and she's like... Yeah, she looks horrified. And so then she, she pays the $20 or whatever for the fortune, and she's saying, you know, the the guy in Seattle or whatever. And she's like, how the fuck do you know that? And she says his name. And she's like, how do you know? And basically, she just says, yeah, Brandon and I are, you know, we're a couple. But we don't, like, have a lot in common. We're kind of opposites. 
And this guy and I have a lot more in common. I'm just so confused. Who cares? Like, who cares if you have a lot of common with this guy? He's in another state. I was going to say, you don't have location in common. Right. And you obviously, like, broke up or whatever. So, uh, I think she's being stupid. I agree. And then Brandon later wants to get their fortunes told. Mm -hmm. But she's, you know, trying to get out of it because she doesn't want to talk to this lady because this lady knows about her other fella. Right. Brandon comes dressed as Marlon Brando from the God- yeah. This is hilarious. The, the Godfather because they kept they you know they always call him Brando or whatever. And I have to say, credit where it's due, Jason Priestley does the best Marlon Brando as in the <laughs> Godfather impersonation I think I've heard. He had gauze in his mouth, cotton balls, yeah. yeah. But still, like the you know it's the. I'm going to make him a vacation. You know, like, yeah. I can't do it. But the whole, you know, like, he just, it, it might be easier with cotton in your mouth. Because it is very, like, uh, you know, like, kind of, um, I don't know. But, yeah, he, he does a really good job with it. Yeah. Um, you come to me. My daughter's with you. I can't do it. But it's not, it's not as cartoony as I hear, like, Brando impersonation sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's a really good one. Yeah. What was Keats? I don't remember what she's dressed as. She was dressed as herself, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. So they do. She was Native American. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Yep. But she doesn't like wind. <laughs> she was the historical figure of Pocahontas. Yeah, not that cartoon girl. Right. So they do get their fortune told, and the lady kind of plays with her, but she doesn't actually out her, which is kind of funny. Yeah. And uh, Brandon's like, oh, that was a waste of money, whatever. And then they still end up talking about her other guy later anyway. So, Well, because the fortune teller was like, honesty, that's what's getting in the way. Mm-hmm. And so Keats is like, okay, here's what's going on. So she tells him that she had a thing with the previous editor. And he's like, I thought you didn't like office romance. She's like, well, not now. Like, <laughs> It didn't work out, so. But yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, it's all turns out, and he shouldn't, because again, the guy is in another fucking state. So he kisses her, and she's like, "Oh, why? Because you were honest with me, or whatever." Yeah, so hopefully they're that's it for them. Fine, I guess. So that is the episode. Yeah, that's everything that happened on this episode of Nine (laughs) Hundred Two One Hundred and Win Ben Stein's money. Yes. (laughs) So. Let's see. Next week, Ray will probably, uh, you know, torture Donna some more. And uh, Dylan's probably going to Hawaii. So definitely some things to look for. Yeah, for sure. All right. So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yep. And tell your friends. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.